I can't mess up my hair, so I'm gonna take it off oh. a little slowly. New year, new hair <laughs> over here. Inches. <laughs> Hey y'all, it's Ashley and Shantavia, aka Shay, and, and this, this is Obedience Podcast. Podcast. Happy, Happy New Year! Oh, this is not a graduation. <laughs> we want to go ahead and welcome you guys to Obedience Podcast 2021. Ooh, this sounds so lovely. It does. Oh. We have made it through the year. Yes, hallelujah. This is going to be our first video of 2021, and we thought it would only be right if we share with you guys what we learned yes. in the year 2020 and what a year it was. Mm -hmm. But before we start, I want to go ahead and pour up my celebratory water, H2O. Pour me out. Mm. Pour me out. It's only H2O. Only H2O. It's only H2O. Clank, 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 clank. So basically, we're just going to go through everything that we learned and just try to be as transparent as we can with you guys. Um, and hopefully, our journey helps someone out there. So, mm -hmm. Ashley, you want to start with? Why you put the pressure on me? I guess I'll take the pressure. <laughs> they say pressure make diamonds, so let's okay. go ahead and get into it. Diamond in the rough. I would say the number one thing that I learned in 2020 was trust. Mm -hmm. And I would have to say, like, first, trusting God. Also, trusting people. Um, There was a lot of self-reflection, a lot of self-healing in 2020. Um, and it all started at the top of the year. I feel like I, I'm broken record when I say the Matthew 6 and 33. But that was really a turning point. Um, a pivotal moment in my life. But pretty much just to give you just an overview. I pretty much fasted at the top of the year. Um, I had my whole life planned out. And um I felt an unction in my spirit to fast and to really seek God and to really focus on really what he wanted because I kind of made a plan without his approval. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even say that I was praying to God about the plan, <laughs> but I wasn't waiting on his response, if that yeah. makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, we can put these like, Lord bless this, bless this, bless this, but we, do we really ask him like, okay, is this your will? If yeah. this is your will, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so, after the fast, a lot of things had changed in my life. Well, I got to the realization of what I was, I wasn't trusting God. Um, I guess I was trusting him to a limp, like a, really a limitation. I was just like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm just going to give you this, but I got the rest. Um, so, throughout this year, there it's really been like um, moments where I was just like, you know what, God, I don't know. But still, and yet, I still trust you. Mm -hmm. um, and I just really had to really lean on his word for his strength, his guidance. 
Um, especially we always bring this up. Um, lean not into thy own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him. You know, and there were some times where I was just like, oh, I just do this. But I was just like, no, this is a changing year for you. I just need to reverence God. Ask him, okay, should I do this? Should I move on this? Is this you? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of things can look good, but it's not God. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So That's a word right there. Um, I heard something. Um, I think it was Bond with Christ. If you guys don't follow her, go ahead and follow her. We'll put her um, page up above. And she pointed out that the devil can make things look real good. It can be real pleasurable from the devil. So you can get confused real quick if you don't just allow God into your plan. Yes. Because the devil can make something feel and look really, really good Mm -hmm. for a long time before you start realizing, hold up. Yeah. Hold up. So, yes, that was a great video. He's a trickster. Mm -hmm. All right. I guess I'm next. Um. Um, if you haven't watched our therapy series that we released at the top of 2020, I said that I was going to start therapy in 2020, and I did. At the top of the year when I started therapy, I was just trying to get over um, the anxiety that I had of mm-hmm. traveling because I knew I had to travel again. But that was like all I went to therapy with the mind state of, I'm going to get help with traveling. Mm-hmm. I didn't even go on with the mindset of, oh, we're going to fix everything else. <laughs> So, um, once the pandemic happened and I had to sit at home, you know, really be in your own thoughts and be Mm -hmm. in your mind, it was like, okay, I'm just ready to get this stuff healed, figure out why this is happening to me. And I think one of the biggest things that I realized um, in therapy through 2020 is that I am a people pleaser and I have to get over it. I have to recover. Hi, my name is Shantavia and I am a recovering people pleaser. I always knew it was hard for me to tell people no. I always knew I felt bad when I tell, told people no. Um, I would always be upset with myself when somebody would ask me to do something. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't have time to do it, but I also didn't want to tell them no. So now I got this stacked up on me on top of my other 50 things. It was just getting comfortable, comfortable with, with the fact of you can tell people no. If they don't like you anymore, then that's on them. Mm-hmm. They lost out. And not the opposite of, oh, it was my fault, I should have did this, I should have did that. Mm-hmm. And that goes into another thing that I learned in 2020, just since I already said it. I personalize things, so I tend to blame myself for things. Like, if something happens, I don't blame the other person. I look at what I did, which is which is good on one hand, because mm-hmm. you can do some self-reflection really quick, but everything isn't always your fault. Um, but I always look for, hey, what did I do? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, my therapist made me realize that's not a good thing because everything is not always completely on you. True. So just getting over um, the fact of blaming myself for a lot of things that have happened. Um, I don't know if you guys saw our forgiveness episode that we did in 2019, but I talked about how it was hard for me to forgive myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just goes back to that. I can forgive other people real quick, but it's really hard for me to forgive myself, I guess, because the first person I blame is myself. And I think the biggest thing about um, realizing the things is, like our good sis Rosalind says, we have the language now to express what's going on. So I can go to my family, which is the people I really have a problem with saying no to and be like, I'm not going to be able to do that for you because I already have stuff to do and and then you like it's really hard for me to say no so I just want you to understand and you know with of course my family they don't really understand because they were like I say no all the time it's really easy 
it's like it's not that simple for me because I, I i say no and then i'm like oh she hates me now <laughs> you know what if something happens it's gonna be my fault if it happens you know i go down that whole thing and mm-hmm. you know they can be like it's not really a big deal you know i just asked if you wanted to go if you don't want to mm-hmm. go it's fine you know before i just would beat myself up and just go been situation I even want to be in, whereas mm-hmm. now I have the opportunity to just be like, hey, no, I don't want to go. This is why. And then I also know from them, oh, okay, I ain't really care for real. Mm-hmm. Where I just was like, eh. yeah. So my second one, I would have to say, it kind of ties into my first one. It's being vulnerable with God and also people. So it does tie into my first one um, with trust. Um, I would have to say, with that trust, I grew a vulnerability with God. And also people, mm-hmm. um, the people that were close to me. Um, so I was the type of person that would keep everything in until it came to a head. And then they'd be like, why is she crying? <laughs> we were just talking about happy time. <laughs> but that was me. Because I would be just in my head so much. And I felt like I had just had to be that independent person. And not to like pour out um, or just, just to express myself. Mm -hmm. Um, in ways, or if something hurt me, I would just be like, I'll just keep it, you know, keep it in. I don't want to hurt their feelings because sometimes when I do say stuff, I can come off harsh and I come off like really, uh, not mean, but like dry or whatever. But I've learned to kind of step back for a moment and just kind of seek how I can say things, um, in a graceful way. Uh, I'll leave that there. (laughs) So, like, as I grew within my vulnerability, I began to really realize, and you said, I think you said this um, scripture, that two are better than one. Because, you know, when one falls, the the other one can pick each other up. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, that one up. um, But, yeah, I just really took that, that scenario, that scripture, and really practiced it. And really exercised it because... You know, I do have safe places of people that really do care for me, whether it be family or friends or people that are around me. Um, And those people I can trust in. And also pretty much debunking the definition of uh, perfect or, you know, somebody asks you how you doing and I'll be like, oh, yeah, everything all right. Mm -hmm. Be toned up inside. Just be toned up. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you can say that, you know, you know, really everything isn't okay. Can we mm-hmm. just kind of, you know, come over to the corner and let's talk for a minute. I just need to pour out for a minute. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, as we learned in our complaining series, we learned that we can pour out to God. Um, we also can pour out to certain people. Not everybody, child. <laughs> Baby, let the Lord lead you. <laughs> Choose your containers wisely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ooh, now that's the word. We like need to get down. you a ceramic bowl mm-hmm. and not a plastic Ooh. bowl. What's that? What is that? Is that phone? I guess it's phone. Uh, styrofoam? Yeah, star, not a styrofoam bowl. Mm-hmm. You need to get you something quality, yeah. ceramic. Something with a good foundation. Yes, yes, that is so true. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to stick in your... Steal your time, but come on, girl, come on. That is definitely something I myself learned in 2020 is Mm -hmm. that you cannot pour out to everybody. Um, Prior to 2020, I was kind of like a closed book, if most people would um, have to describe me. People really didn't know a lot that was going on with me. Um, But in 20, 
um, through like 2019 and 2020, I was trying to be more open with people, um, especially about stuff that was going on within me. Um, and with me trying to learn how to open up more to people, I would open up to too many people. The next thing I know, I was overwhelmed. It's just a whole lot, a whole lot. And I just, I've really learned that you cannot go to everybody. Mm-hmm. I guess what I'm trying to say, the biggest thing that I've learned in 2020 is the first person who should be my confidant is God. That's the first person I need to run to, mm-hmm. tell all my problems, and then from there he'll figure out um, how to get me back on track. Mm-hmm. Like, um, for instance, um, this past weekend, I was upset about something and I was actually in my car praying, driving and then Ashley up and calls me. And so like you were saying, learning how to open up to because in a situation like that, I I would be like, oh I see you Lord. But I would still like mm-hmm. keep everything to myself. But just being able to open up um, in that moment and also just learning the correct protocol with opening up. Mm-hmm. It's God, then whoever God sends you. Yeah. Cause you gotta, you need to talk to people with wisdom and just not talk to anybody. Cause some people will lead you down, well, will lead you down a broken road. Yeah. And just to piggyback off that, sometimes it may not be in that particular order, mm-hmm. but it's okay if you, um, I guess, like pour out to somebody. If you don't go to God first and then you go to somebody else, it's okay. Just make sure that person that you go to first before you go to God, that they going to lead you back to God. That yeah. he's sent by you. Because sometimes I don't always go to God first. Just mm-hmm. being honest. Um, what else you got? Let me see. I didn't write mine in order. I should have, huh? With me being a people pleaser, um, I had to learn that everyone will not be okay with the decisions that you make. But this is your life. And so whatever decision you make... Mm-hmm. Stick with it and don't let anyone else influence you to yeah. change it. That was a big thing that I had to learn. I remember um, sometime during the pandemic, I was talking about moving out, which I still want to move out. But at the time, I was like, um, I want an apartment. And then I was talking to some family and they were like, why you want an apartment? You need a house. And my desire wasn't a house. Um and when I thought about a house, I got very overwhelmed, especially when I started looking. I was like, ooh, I don't know if I'm ready for all that. And, you know, I was talking to my therapist about it, and she was just like, I thought you, don't you want an apartment? And I was like, yeah. She was like, well, why did you change your mind? And I was just like, well, they said it was going to be the best decision financially, blah, blah, blah. She's like, but, but what do you want? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, I just have to learn to stick with what I want. Um, and that doesn't mean that anybody can just change my mind out there. It's more people who I like look up to mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, parental figures, um, older influential people who, people who know more than I do about a particular topic. I tend to just trust and lean into them instead of trust, trusting and leaning into what God has already told me. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that God told me to get an apartment, but it's kind of like, you shouldn't just lean on their word. Mm-hmm. If you already know what you want. I'm pretty much made up my decision. Yeah. But I thank you for your advice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Opinions are not facts. Ooh. That is true. That was another thing my therapist was like. I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing that I have learned. I'm trying to find the right words. I guess that. God is a counselor. 
I did touch on it in our therapy series um, back in the top of 2020, um, where I said that, you know, it's okay to have a therapist and a counselor and to see someone, um, but to make sure that God is your number one number one counselor. Like, he's the top primary psychologist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but um, I really came to grips with that this year. Um, at the... I think, yeah, the end of 2018, um, I had pretty much finished my therapy episode, well, therapy um, sessions sessions for the year, and I I was pretty good. You know, I didn't, we really didn't have much to talk about, so I ended it at the end of 2018, and um, about the mid part of 2020, I went through a breakup, and it was pretty much a... I think it was almost two, yeah, almost two years of relationship. Um, I had this is pretty much my only um, long term relationship that I had been in. So everything was pretty much new for me. I would say that I had a lot of hope in it, and I thought that that was going to be my favor. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know how to move forward with it, and mm-hmm. I found myself in a. I guess. I didn't know where to turn, but the only thing that I can turn to was God in that moment. I learned him as Jehovah Rapha, which is God, the he- God that heals. And um, when we say that, we, the first thing that comes to our mind is a physical healing. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it was more of a heart fixing, a heart changing. Yeah. Um, so a healing of the heart, not from only the relationship, but things in my past. Um, so I'm so grateful to God that he brought people in my life he showed me who to trust in those moments and who to pour out to um and he also brought along um Raquel in her help her program that pretty much was a six-week course that helped me kind of dig in deep into ask folks questions um on how to heal just mm-hmm. gave me the aid on how to heal now did they do the healing mm-hmm. no but it was holy spirit allowed me to you know, use that as an aid. He gave you the resources. He gave me the resources to do so. Yeah. Um, and even like with answering and doing the homework from that course, he allowed me to open up my mind mm-hmm. and to see where a lot of things came from and to get back to myself yeah. and get back to us in this relationship. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I learned that he was a healer and also that he is my counselor. Today, I'm still without a counselor <laughs> because like, he is the best counselor ever. Um, I think that I have learned that, like, he, he, like, for when I say that he will speak back to you and he'll give you the answers, that's one of his promises. He will, he has um, given me a lot of answers. Now, it's up to us that we're going to take the answers and mm-hmm. do what we need to do. Um, but he'll, he'll speak back to you. Holy Spirit is a communicator. So, yeah. <laughs> Not to say that, you know, if you have your therapist, your own licensed therapist, that's absolutely fine. But for me, um, I was convicted in a way where I was trusting my therapist more yeah. than I was trusting God. Because mm-hmm. I would, you know, I would look forward to those moments with my therapist. Mm-hmm. But were you looking forward to your time with God? Mm-hmm. And it was like an eye opener for me. So I was putting too much trust in my therapist rather than God. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's good. So I ain't throwing shade on nobody that got a, you know, a therapist, a counselor like yeah. that. That's absolutely fine. But that was an eye-opener for me. Yeah. I think that the most important part of like what you're saying is you are listening to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and God is telling you what to do, you know. 
So yeah. for the people out there where you're listening to God and God is saying, I want you to talk to this person who is a therapist or somebody, mm-hmm. then listen to God. He's sending you to that person yeah. for a reason. Okay, so the next thing that I learned in 2020 does piggyback off of um, me learning that I can't pour out to everyone um, is I learned that I have a caregiver trait that's naturally inside of me. And I tend to put other people's feelings before my feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just in 2021, and if you guys haven't saw our vision episode, definitely go and check that out. But in 2021, I am working on just establishing my self-worth and not putting people above me. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, self-care is the best care. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that does go into something that I did learn in 2020 about um, self-care is the best care. So, you know, physically taking care of yourself, like doing your hair, doing mm-hmm. your makeup, taking a nice bath, waxing your eyebrows, shaving mm-hmm. your legs. Like, even if you don't have anybody, just doing it for yourself. Yes. It's so important. Like, at the end of this day, like, this is your life. And you're not living your life for somebody else. Mm-hmm. You're not living to look good for somebody else. You don't necessarily want your legs to be smooth for somebody else. Mm-hmm. You want your legs to be smooth for you, right. you know? I've definitely learned that in 2020 to start a self-care routine, um, which I think a lot of us lost it during the pandemic and the quarantine. It was real easy because we wouldn't, we didn't have to leave the house. Yes, if I can be, have a hot moment, honest, open, and transparent, I had got to the point where I wasn't taking a shower every single day during quarantine. Um, and I just had to take back hold of my life and I literally had to make a schedule mm-hmm. of stuff for me to do every single day and it was simple stuff yeah. that I wasn't doing every single day I really believe not sticking to simple everyday things will lead you to a depression mm-hmm. um, you definitely can because when I made sure that I made those things a priority and I made my this is what you have to do and within a day and I stuck to it, I started feeling so much better. Mm-hmm. So much better. And of course, you know, reading the word on top of that, you know, you always got to put God into it. Self-care is the best care. You have to take care of yourself first. Yeah. Stick to your priorities. Um, stick to your routines. It only takes 21 days to form a habit, you guys. That's not even a lot. Um, that's not even a whole month. See if you can stick to something for 21 days, yeah. you know? I remember, I don't know which month it was, but I remember saying that I was going to make my bed up Every single day for a whole month. Mm-hmm. And now I just do it. Out of habit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it does help you not get back in that bed. Because that was something that I was having a hard time doing. Staying in that bed. So yeah. it's what my therapist pointed out to me. If you don't take care of yourself first, how in the world can you take care of somebody else? And she gave a great analogy of on the plane. I mean, they always say, put your mask on first with the oxygen mask. Put your mask on first before you help someone else. And they tell you that for a reason. If you cannot breathe in that oxygen, you cannot help this person try to get oxygen. So you gonna be on the ground. Yeah. So that was one thing that I definitely have learned in 2020. I'm going to keep progressing on it in 2021. Yeah. I'm not an expert yet. The next thing I would say that I've learned in 2020 was um realizing my strength through Christ Jesus. You know Referencing the other things that I've said uh, with God being my counselor and, you know, just spending time with him. 
and just spending more time in his word and realizing who I am in him and his thoughts towards me, I've realized that um, like he is my number one source um, of all things. And everything else is just pretty, primarily resources. You know, like your job is a resource. But it was all, it's only through God that you have that job or, or those source of income that yeah. you're a business person or whatever. Like he is the number one source of all things. Because at the end of the day, you know, me, Ashley B. Petway, um, I could be a little mean and also petty. <laughs> so, um, but like in him, I'm gracious and loving. Like I can, I'm able to love like him. I ain't got to the perfect <clears throat> love, but I'm getting there. But through him that I do have my strength, I have hope. Um, and that brings me to a scripture that I leaned on. And that is Romans 15 and 13. It says, pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of Holy Spirit. So as long as I stay connected to Holy Spirit um, and I'm trusting in him, that's when I get his power. If I'm connected to the source, I will have his power and I will have his strength as well. So just stay connected. Just want to encourage you guys to do so. The next thing that I learned in 2020, um, and you guys probably saw it in our three P series, um, but I learned, I learned in 2020 that God really wants me to be patient. Um, I don't know why. I don't know what he has for me, um, but he needs me to get this patient um, down pat. Um, and not just patience, like waiting on stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I ever clarified that, but that's just not what I meant. Just like, for example, you're talking to somebody and you're waiting for them to explain fully. Just waiting for that full explanation before jumping to a conclusion. Mm -hmm. Example like that, like even that kind of patience. Um, I was short, short patience. On and so I just wanted to clarify that because when I do say patience, I'm talking about that and I'm talking about waiting on stuff. Mm -hmm. But I'm, it's more so of that than just waiting on stuff. Like I am waiting on stuff that I want. I've I've gotten a piece about waiting on on that stuff, mm -hmm. um, especially from studying um, the James chapter one, specifically verse four, where it says, "Let perseverance finish its work, so that you may be." mature and complete not lacking anything mm -hmm. um so that has really helped me be okay with not being where I want to be at in life um because you know when I get there I want to be mature and complete hey come on complete so that part of patience is 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 great and I'm so glad that God showed me that in 2020 because 2020 was definitely the year where I was really down on myself a lot for not being where I wanted to be it was definitely one of the first years where I felt like that. Um, any all the other years, I was just like, I'm still young, blah 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 blah. But I don't know, turning how old am I, child? T turning twenty seven. <laughs> twenty turning twenty seven made me realize, hey, you're one step closer to thirty. And then you know that's when you start comparing, just like, mm -hmm. oh, I don't have this, I don't have that. And so it got it got to be a little bit hard for me. 
Um, especially being in quarantine and not having a lot to do but stay on social media. It got to be hard, but thank God he sent me that scripture right at the time that I needed it. Yeah. Um, so just to be patient in all areas in life. So, yeah. Okay, so since Ashley has one more, let me get some more out. Come on. It's okay to live. This probably sounds so weird. Um, but I remember when I first um, transitioned over, you know, to being in the body of Christ, as they say. I didn't think it was okay to live. Um, I felt like I just had to be in the house all the time, just reading my Bible or um, watching sermons. Um, but I was watching Kavaya. Mm-hmm. That's what Tatum? Yeah, mm-hmm. Kavaya. I always want to say Kavia. <laughs> it does look like it. Um, but I was watching her video um, one day, and it was like God was speaking to me and was like, it's okay for you to live. Mm-hmm. Just to make sure you live with my light. Um, and that meant a lot to me because mm-hmm. I felt, I don't want to say I lost my life when I gave it over, um, but I lost a little bit of myself because it was just like learning my identity and what, it was okay for me to do. Um, sometimes it is okay to take things out of your life to get yourself in a position where you're okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like he was just trying to tell me it's okay to live. Like you don't have to just be this. What is it? In this cocoon? Can, what is it? Cocoon. cocoon. You don't have to be in this cocoon. It's okay to go out mm-hmm. and hang with your friends. Yeah. Just make sure you show them me. When you're hanging out, you know, you show them the life that I provided you. You show them the power that I provided you. It's you, you introduce them to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you go out. You don't judge. Um, just be the light. Mm-hmm. Is basically, I felt like, what he was telling me when I was watching that video. And so, I mean, I, I haven't been able to go out because of COVID. Um, but just, I know now that it's okay. If if I want to listen to a trap song one day, it's okay. Because I do. It's it's perfectly okay. And, you know, at one point I was just like, Mm-mm, can't do it, can't do it. Oh, but, my God, you're cussing. Yeah, but it was just like I couldn't, my my spirit couldn't handle that. But it's yeah. like my spirit, man, she's strong right now. It's not going to penetrate that shield because I have it. You know, she's strong. She has her armor of the Lord on. Mm-hmm. If Meg Savage come on, it's okay to do a little head bob. Yeah. <laughs> it's the bob for me. <laughs> it's okay because you know who you are at mm-hmm. the end of the day and you know what your purpose on this earth for yeah. and you know where your heart lies at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just felt like that's what he was trying to tell me. It's okay, girl. Yes. It's okay. Live your life, girl. Live your dreams. It's not as hard as it may seem. You gotta work to get the cream. And your hopes you must lean. So my last one um, would be, I was trying to find the best way to put this in words, but I decided to put it into words of doing versus intimacy. Um, so what I mean by that, it would be, um, you know, it would be like the mindset of, for example, I'll use tithing, for example. Like, I was taught to, you know, you got to tithe or God going to get you, you know, yeah. something bad going to happen in your life. And for a while, I was 
pretty much, you know, going by that same principle, mm-hmm. um, which is wrong. So I would do the same thing with like praying and also spending time with God. It was just like, oh, you got to do this. You have to do that, which is pretty much like a religious um, mm-hmm. teaching yeah. that you had to do something or God was going to get you. Yep. Well, obviously he loves me all the time. Um, and nothing can separate us from his love. Mm. So, I have now switched to a mindset of, like, I get to spend time with him. Yeah. That I get to pray. And I get to, you know, fellowship with him in that time. And we're, you know, building an intimate moment. I'm talking to him and he's talking to me. And also of a mindset, oh, I get to tithe. Um, and to give back what he's given to me because... Obviously, he he's given me the resources of a check every two weeks with the benefits and all of, all of that. But at the end of the day, he's the source of all of that. So I'm going to give my ties. I'm not going to pay him. I'm going to give my ties back to the storehouse because it's the word does require us to, you know, that's one of the principles. Um, so that's what his word says, and that's what I'm going to do. And to you know, before I would just like, okay, you know, I'm going to go ahead and pay my ties, you know give a fly, put that in, that, 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 you know, I got it like that, you know, I'm not saying that I have it like that, I'm just saying, like, I have it and I'm going to give it without even, I would just give it without a thought, or not even like a prayer of like Thanksgiving, yeah. you know, I would just give it because I need to do it, because it was always ingrained, like, oh, I got to do this because I don't want no flat tire, nothing like that, <laughs> that happened in my life. I don't want to go broke. Right? You know, if something's going to happen, it's going to take our money. Yeah. But, um, I've transition into an intimate um relationship of like lord i thank you for this this offering that i'm able to give to you the thing that i'm trying to say is that i'm switching my mind to of i get to do i get to pray i get to tithe i get to spend time with god Mm -hmm. and grow in relationship with him and i realize it as a benefit and also an opportunity to do so yeah i get to instead of i have to. to yeah that's good all right, so my last thing that's on my list is definitely something I just realized recently, um, and that is it's okay to be weak. Um, I grew up in a single-parent household, and, you know, I grew up with that strong black woman. <laughs> it was something that I realized recently. I was just like, I don't think that I've ever seen my mom break down and cry at all and so it had been ingrained in me Mm -hmm. without someone even telling me that you have to be strong all the time and so if I did feel like crying about something I would make sure I did it away from people so they couldn't see me in my weak moments I don't want to make a fool of myself because I feel like that's you know when you appear weak I don't want to you know trip and fall you know just I don't want all eyes on me because I may make a mistake and I don't need anybody to see that um and this is something that God gave me too because I have this was not a revelation that I got in therapy or anything but basically just like it's okay to be weak I'm still in the recovery phase of it because it is just it's not something that comes easy to me mm-hmm. but you know just just getting in touch with with my own emotions and allowing things to happen it's it's definitely going to be a transition for me because i mean i'm 27 years old this is just something that's been 
engraved in me from mm-hmm. the start. But like it, it's so bad to the point I, I don't even like to cry in front of my mama. I just I go to my room, I go to the bathroom. But I mean it's just it's just a transition phase and so it's something that I am working on in twenty twenty one. It's just to be more to allow my emotions to show. And it's okay to be weak, which is probably the strangest thing in the world to say, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's strength and weakness. <laughs> Yes. Girl, you took the thought. <laughs> his word says that his strength is made perfect in our weakness. Mm. So, girl, yes, it's okay to be weak. That don't mean that's your character. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just that you have a moment of being weak. So, mm-hmm. mm. so that's what we learned in 2020. Yeah. Comment down below and let us know what you learned in 2020 and what you plan to work on in 2021. Yes. Be sure to... Like this video if you haven't. Go ahead and subscribe. Um, we like to sh- we like to tell you guys to share with five friends. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and share this video with five friends. Okay, thank you. Yes, and don't forget to follow us on all of our social medias. Yes, they should be on the screen for you right now at Obedience Podcast. Um, if you need us to be in agreement with you, um, any need of your prayers. Please let us know via obediencepodcast at gmail.com. We'll always be in prayer with you guys. Mm-hmm. And we just want to go ahead and just thank God for letting us see 2021. Oh, we want to go ahead and speak it into existence right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for letting us see 2021. And thank you for keeping us in 2021. Hallelujah. And thank you for elevating us in 2021. And thank you for continually increasing us in so many areas in our yes. life and just the growth that's going to happen in 2021. Yes, so we are so excited to see you all in 2021 and we can't wait to share this year with you guys. We're so excited. We don't know what's to come. But, but we, we trust know in God through it out, baby. That's what it is. <laughs> yes. So, you know, as we said last year around this time, mm-hmm. the best is yet to come. Hello. So, until next time, as always, be Be obedient. obedient. We'll see you guys next time. Oh, yeah. Pinkies up.